Hello people, you're listening to Stories by Sneha. I am Sneha Atsrekar, your host and the writer of this series. Our story today is Mother Promise. Chetan Survey and I were not exactly friends, but our ages were such that we could tolerate each other if there was no one else to play around with. I was nine. He may have been seven. Mine were working parents and his mother ran a day crash. We lived in different wings of the same building. My parents would drop me at his place when they were about to leave for work. Surve auntie was a very strict woman. Perhaps one becomes strict when one babysits several children every day at their place and has to deal with disciplining them. She had the most shrill voice a woman could ever possess. My ears have been strengthened over the years to bear such ultra-whatever sounds, all thanks to getting habituated to her voice. Chetan was a timid boy. His mother was his ultimate fear factor. He would never dare do anything that would upset her. The woman was illiterate and would beat up her own children if they would not behave themselves. Poonam, 13, Chetan's elder sister was Mrs. Survey's regular scapegoat. To be born a female child in an uneducated family in India is another world altogether. It was an August evening. We children were playing in the compound of our society. The monsoon too was playing games. A few minutes of drizzle now and then. The concrete ground was slippery in some places and we were playing what we would call catch and cook. I wonder what happened to those lovely games of the 90s. I had been chasing Chetan for about 10 minutes now, or that's how long it seemed to me then. The boy was skinny and could run fast. I was chubby, okay let's just say fat, and wasn't as fast. Just when I was about to reach him and catch hold of him, He slipped on one of the mossy places and fell on his knees, bruising them. As an immediate response to stimuli, Chetan began to cry. I moved forward and helped him up, and he began to walk towards his house. It was earlier in the evening and there had been no other kid around us then, as most of the children would come downstairs to play only later in the evenings. Chetan went home crying. And since my mother had already returned from her workplace, I went back to my own place. When I reached home, my mom wondered why I was back home earlier than on other days. And I explained the entire incident to mom and told her I will go back downstairs when my other friends would be around. Within the next half an hour, Chetan's mother came with him to my house, complaining in the highest pitch of her voice that I had pushed Chetan down and expected me to apologize. My mother looked at me with an inquiring look. I didn't push him. He slipped on that green patch. That must. I didn't push. I said in my defense. My mother knew I wouldn't have done it either. Moss, not must. She turned around and spoke to Mrs. Surve. She told me what happened. She wouldn't push anyone like that. She's lying. See how much he's hurt? If he would have fallen himself, he wouldn't have been this bad. Mrs. Survey shrieked. 
After all these years, I still fail to understand this analogy of survey aunties. But at the time when it fell on my ears, I spoke again. Auntie, he's scared you'll shout at him because he hurt himself. That's why he's telling you my name. I didn't push him. He was running very fast and slipped. That's how he's hurt that bad. Mrs. Surve yelled back at Chetan in their mother tongue and the boy stood there adamant on his complaint that I was the culprit. In a minute, he fell prey to the ultimate test of childhood and puked out. Mother promised she pushed me. I was shocked. To me, not even a giant, a monster or a witch would lie when they would say mother promise. I was so not sure any more about what was happening that I instantly began to believe that Chetan won't lie if he said that. I began thinking back about what had happened and wondered, had I unwillingly pushed Chetan? My mother still stood firm by my side that I had not lied about this. I was however now standing on a shaky ground. I decided to suddenly interrupt the ladies talking about it. I was near him and about to catch him. I didn't push him intentionally. Maybe I just touched him and that's when he slipped. I spoke nervously. My mother stared at me with disappointment. Why did you lie earlier, Sia? See, your daughter only pushed him. Mrs. Surve spoke some more complaints about me and my mother argued as well, not willing to take everything coming her way. As Surve auntie began walking away with Chetan telling my mother to look for another babysitter for me, my mother fought back with words and shut the door of our house on their face. Sia, why did you push him? My mother asked angrily. I didn't push ma. We were only playing. You just said in front of them that you may have. My mother raised her voice interrupting me. The doorbell rang again. My mother rolled her eyes and turned towards the door to open it expecting Mrs. Surve outside to continue yelling about the issue. When she opened the door, however, it was Jugal. Both my mother and I were surprised. Jugal was around 16, stayed on the ground floor in our building and wasn't one of my friends. We could just not guess why he was at our door. Sorry auntie, I heard your fight. Survey auntie was loud enough. So I just came to tell you, I saw what happened. It happened right outside my window. Chetan slipped and fell down himself. Sia had not even touched him. Chetan is lying. I can come with you and tell Survey auntie if you want. Jugal said in a single breath. My chin went up with certainty again. On a normal day, Jugal was one of the elder boys who would bully the younger kids in the society. Today, however, he was the ideal saviour for me. I smiled at him hesitantly. He didn't smile back. He had this heroic look on his face, triumphant about being my knight in shining armour. My mother thanked him for bringing the truth to us. If you see Survey auntie, let her know. I do not wish to have any further conversation with her over it. But thanks, Jukal. After the boy had left, my mother turned towards me. What exactly happened? Why did you say that you may have pushed him? He said mother promise. 
I thought he won't lie over his mother's promise. So I became unsure. But I didn't push him, Ma. I said, and my mother hugged me happily. The happiness in her eyes was not just full of pride, but also had a hint of something that I didn't understand then. Years later, as I grew up and learned how to lie, I comprehended that something behind her smile gradually, where I reckoned how mom had found her weapon that day to make sure that I never lied to her. Hey, I hope you like the story. If you like this podcast, don't forget to reach out to me with your feedback. You can follow me on my Instagram handle at the.agathist. If you have a story to tell, drop me an email on storiesbysneha at gmail.com. I'll see you soon with the next story, only on Stories by Sneha. Bye.